charge over you to keep you in all your ways they will bear you up in their hands you will not dash your foot against a stone with long life he will satisfy you so it's the word of the Lord we are singing the sun will smite you and the moon it will not hurt you the flood will sweep you the Lord
covenant with you and keep your part and his part. You can't keep yours. He will help you keep your part and keep his part because he is God and he is just. You are the covenant. You Hallelujah. Praise God. Good evening to you. It's nice having you join us on our platform this evening. This is the Verses of Honors Foundation, and we bring God's words to you in the name of our Lord Jesus. How has lockdown been? It has not been too boring. Trust me, I'm making the best use of it. Amen. So, um, I'd like to thank Pastor Femi Farin Louis and the entire co-leadership of the present house. Investors of Honors Foundation for giving me such a privilege to share God's word with you. And I really pray that the little I have to share this evening will bless you, verify you, and will impact in your life in the name of Jesus. So um I'll try not to take more than 30 minutes, but Max, if I'm going to exit 30 minutes, it will exit 40 minutes. I just want to explain something very it's simple concepts to us and um, something that struck my mind when I was reading the Bible. Funny thing was, I've, I kept on, um, I've read that part of the Bible over and over and again and about different understandings like revelations upon revelations, but like understanding, you know, precept upon precept. But there was something really striking the last time I read it which, which caught my attention and I'll be anchoring this message or this word I'm sharing with you. Um, the anchor scripture will be Matthew 25 um, and verse 1 to 4, but the, the main verse is verse 4. And as we all know, it's talking about the parable of the kingdom of heaven being likened unto ten virgins, some foolish, some wise. And we know the story. But um, I'll just read that quickly. Matthew 25 so um, I'll do I'll try to take my time to lay the foundation once I lay the foundation to what I want to talk about I'll just move as fast as I can so I won't exit time okay Matthew 25 from verse 1 um, I'll be using KJV, in KJV for general purpose <coughs> excuse me verse 1 then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins we took their lambs and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. And verse 4 now. But the wise took oil in their vessels. The wise took oil in their vessels. The wise took oil in their vessels with their lambs. Spirit of the living God, breathe upon us this evening. Cause your word to give illumination to our hearts. Cause your word to direct us, cause your word to edify us. That we'll be better people at the end of this word, and we'll be able to use this word and make effective changes in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Amen. So, you know, this part of the Bible is very unique to the time we're in, you know, this instability that is going on now, and um, everybody's trying to adopt to the new normal and Things are happening everywhere, which no man can give a definite explanation to. And there's just a uprising of confusion. A lot of people, because of uncertainty, they've, 
they've diverted and they've turned atheists because they faced one thing or the other or because they couldn't just simply give exact explanation to what was going on they decided there was no god but that does not change the fact god still remains and is eternal so um this this is very interesting because it's come like into these virgins and later on in the um about verse 5 verse 6 verse 7 thereabout downwards we'll see where the virgins got to the place where um, where they agreed or they were meant to wait for the bridegroom and from their from the preparation it should have come earlier than they planned for but it didn't show up when they when they planned you would show up and they fell asleep and you know i was just imagining myself being maybe a neighbor to the place where they are staying or probably just being around and i know some people are planning to get married but the husband is not showing up you know what we are what will have been my reaction my reaction probably will have <laughs> will have been going to knock on their door like virgins are you sure this your husband is a serious man you better leave this point and and go find something else to do with your life or go and look for another man to marry and don't waste your time here and a lot of discouraging words i would have said if i were there you know <laughs> but these virgins i'm sure things like that might have happened it's a parable so the thing is, these virgins waited and they waited until the bridegroom came, and which 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 explains the uncertainty in the times that we are living in, which can be related to that. How uncertain we are about a lot of things. How uncertain we are in the world is uncertain about different things. But God has revealed Himself to us as His, as His children, as Christians, and that is what is keeping us at this end. At this point in time where everything seems to be winding up events seems to be winding up there's a new definition of normal there are things that are just ongoing in the society and we can't give or the world can't give a definite explanation in that while we wait upon god and we are still staying sure irrespective of anything that is happening in the world and that's why i really like this it's it says a lot of things about the time we are in so um without further without further explanation because of time um, like I said earlier, verse four is the main verse which I, uh, which I picked the, um, the topic from, and that's in the vessels. But I would like to lay a foundation from verse one all through to even verse four, so that we can understand this in context. So um, I'll define some terms. We all know this is a parable, and there are a lot of figurative expression. You know, so we have to first understand what these things mean. What these things mean, and the first word I would like to explain here is the virgins. Then from verse one now, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Ten virgins. What it means to be a virgin in the Bible context, and even in this day and dispensation, to be a virgin means you are pure, you are holy, and you are kept, you are sanctified. And in our in our modern Christian parlance, in our modern day parlance, we call it Christians. We call people like that Christians, people who are sanctified only and and dedicated to Christ. So we can find that for first point to note is these people were not just they not just anybody, they were not just people who were not saved. So this parable was explaining or teaching or giving a forward to Christians, people who were saved, who knew Christ, who knew how to be kept, who kept themselves. So now the baffling point is why why if if they are Christians then why would five go and five not go? What did they do? What was the extra thing they did? That's what we're going to discuss today. What's the extra thing? What's the extra difference that made them 
they they made them qualified and made the five foolish not qualified. What 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 was that? So that's the main thing we're dealing with. But going on, I would like to the next um, term I would like to explain is the lamp and um, and the oil. So I would like to explain them together. So I would like to, I will read it down to where the oil is. So um. Liking unto ten virgins, we took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Cannot tell me as the bridegroom. The bridegroom, as we know, the bridegroom is Jesus coming. So they were um, Jesus. So the coming of the bridegroom is um, Jesus coming to take Christians, and we know it's it's in rapture, as revealed in the Bible in the scriptures. That will go with Jesus. So we know the bridegroom is Jesus here. And then verse two now, and five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. So we have gotten part of the oil. So what exactly is this oil? What exactly is this oil? Let's check Psalm 119 and verse 105. Quickly. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 and verse 105. Ooh, hallelujah. Okay. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. It says here, it's revealing to us what the word is, what the word is, what can it can lighten onto, lighten onto. It said, it's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So, in essence, it's saying, your word illuminates my life. Like, your word is a lamp unto my feet. Because the purpose of any lamp is to cause illumination, give light. But we will find in the second part of this um, verse, and the light onto my path, which means the word in itself, which is the lamp, cannot produce light. Now, let's let's picture it. Let's picture this. It's like having a lamp. I know there are a lot of electric lamps these days, but the oil lamps, which like the I think the closest that we can remember is um, what's the name? Lantern, lantern. So it uses oil, and the oil there is um, kerosene. Now imagine a lantern that you have a lantern and in the night there's no light everywhere is dark and you're you just claiming you have a lantern you're shouting you're telling your neighbor you have a lantern you just bought a new lantern and still you're in darkness and you're still eating your head on, on, on the wall you're eating your leg on the table and you still claim you have a lamp or a lantern and the question is of what use is this lantern that means the word itself will never be of effect if it does not do this, do this if it does not attain the goal for the second part that I was mentioning here, and a light onto my path, which means the word itself, in itself, will not be effective until it becomes a light to your path, and of essence and by extension, a light, the, it lightens up your path to illuminate you it, yourself, and you become the light to the world, so to the world. So the word itself. Is a lamp onto your feet. So what 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 makes the lamp produce light? As we've said, if there's no kerosene in the lantern or in that kerosene lamp, it will never produce light. So we can see that the word of God is likened onto the lamp, and for the word to be effective, there needs to be oil. For the word to impact you, for the word to create light to your path, there needs to be oil, and that oil. We call the Holy Spirit with the promise, which is the promise of the Father. He said, "You will teach you all things. He will direct you. 
it will bring to your remembrance all that you've learned. And we find out that the Holy Spirit is what really gives life to the Bible. And I can give an example of myself over time. You know, a couple of times I just, okay, let me just read the Bible for ritual sake, for the for ritual purpose and, you know, just let me read so that it's only, I won't have the guilty conscience I've not read it. I just carry the Bible I just want to read. And I just find out that if I'm not con- I'm conscious of the Holy Spirit interpreting these words to me, I found out that I'm just I'm just reading these letters and more often than not it causes more confusion within me. So the letter itself, as we can as the Bible says, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. So the word without the spirit of the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, does not give light. So in essence, we have we can see that the word is likened to the lamp, and to make the lamp effective, it needs the oil. And the oil we can see from explanation now is likened unto the Holy Spirit. Which, which is the promise of the Father. So, um, without so further explanation, just move on, move on, move on to last verse 4, Matthew 25, verse 4. Hallelujah. Verse 4. But the wise took oil in their vessels, in their vessels, in their vessels. So, what is the vessel? We have been able to explain and establish that um the kingdom of god okay didn't make didn't make mention of that earlier is heaven so his kingdom of god the reign of god the supremacy of god so he's likened unto ten virgins ten virgins i'm able to say this typifies christians which took their lamps the word and went forth to meet the bridegroom jesus and five of them were wise and five were foolish they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil which is the revelation, the revealed word of God by the Spirit to us. So, but the wise took oil in their in their vessels, in their vessels. So, what exactly is this vessel? What do we mean by vessels? That's the that's the last term I would I like to define before we delve into today's teaching. So, vessels, vessels. What do we mean by vessel? What does this parable? What is it referring to as vessels? Let's quickly um check Second Timothy two twenty to twenty one. Second Timothy two twenty to twenty one. Hallelujah. It reads, "But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Prepared unto every good work. So now, um." This this um, verse Second Timothy two twenty to twenty one is is talking about vessels. So in verse twenty we can see two broad categories of these vessels. Number one, it was it was categorizing this vessel based on their material, the material they were made up of, and this in a way explains purpose. But that's not what we are going to today. But he's, he he made the first category based on material, the substance that they were made of made up of. So he said. Not just vessels of gold and silver. There are some of, there are some of, um, there are some of wood and some of earth. So it's there are even some of plastic nowadays, you know. But each of them have their specific use in the house. You can't use plastic to cook. Plastic is meant for carrying other things, maybe washing or um, utensils or food or anything. 
but if you put it on fire it will melt because the substance it is made up of is not the one that can endure that of fire so there are different it's the first category here is categories based on materials that they are made up of then the next category which i'm really interested in and it's very interesting on the on 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 what their contents brings or what the vessels bring to the house either either um, do they honor the house or do they dishonor the house of the, the great house in this case that means another category is looking at is of what essence is this vessel in this house does it bring honor or does it bring dishonor so that's the second category of the vessels. I won't do so much explanation because my time is going. So I really need to move fast. So, uh, verse 21, you can see, If a man therefore purge himself from these things, a couple of things I've mentioned before, 21 and 22, so you can read all that um, at your leisure. So he said, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use. So if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. Yeah, he's just saying, if a man purge himself from this, you will bring, you will be, you will bring honor to the house. Which means the vessel is categorizing here. What is explaining? What the vessel typifies here is the man. So if a man cleans himself, you will be a vessel unto honor. If a man cleans himself, you will be a man unto honor. Sanctified and meet for the master's use. So we can see the vessel here, and even over over the pages of the Bible, we have seen examples where vessels are used to typify man in respect to him containing or having the ability to carry a content. So the vessels, vessel as you can see here, is man simply having the capacity or the ability to contain things, to carry or to to be a, to be a carrier of of either virtue or not as depending on if he is going to be a vessel of honor vessel unto honor or vessel unto dishonor so now um we'll just move on we'll move on because of time matthew 25 our uncle scripture so what is really interesting about matthew 5 that i'm sharing with you was really interesting matthew 25 and verse 4 so it says but the wise took their vessel took oil in their vessels with their lamps if you read that uh, and putting back all them instead of using those figurative words we use what they actually mean their literal meaning now so but the wise took the spirit or the revealed word of god in themselves with their word so that sounds kind of <laughs> kind of funny and confusing but now this this, this is just in. i want you to see that the difference between the wise virgins and foolish virgins was the ability to produce light and the attendance was required the most when the bridegroom came they were able to produce light see the wise and foolish virgin both fell asleep but when the bridegroom came it was only the wise that were able to produce light they all had lamps the word is open to everyone they, you can read the word the bible is there if you are if not even a christian anybody but, 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 but what made the difference was they were able to produce light when it mattered the most. And what informed them? Why were they able to produce light at, uh, when it mattered the most? Why? How were they able to do that? 
and there's um okay for the sake of kjv i think i'll just there's this verse 3 it's painting a picture that is not um i won't say it's it's total i would like to read um from another version just to explain that it's four um, let me see let's do message that's what message says sorry minutes please message Okay, message has verse 1 to 5 joined together, so we'll quickly do that. We'll read it through. God's kingdom is like ten virgins who took oil in oil lamps and went out to greet the bridegroom. Five were silly and five were smart. The silly virgins took lamps, but no extra oil. No extra oil. So that's where I'm going to. It means it was not like they didn't take oil at all. It's it's simply saying they didn't take extra oil. Extra oil. Which means they didn't keep oil in their vessels. So and again, when we read downward, we see when the bridegroom came, they had to trim their lamp, which gives us an inkling that the lamps were on before, and the lamps cannot stay on without there being oil. So they took oil, but they didn't take extra oil. The oil they had was the oil they used. They never stored up oil. So, so we can see two dimensions of in, in which oil can be put into use here. The oil you store up and the oil you use, the ones that were in their lamps. So what does this explain? What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? It says there is the word, there's the revelation of the word. And then when you are shining the light, you are shining lights, you are saying you're you are saying good things about uh, promises about God for you. You have it has been revealed to you that you are saved, you are sanctified, you are you are an overcomer over sin, you have the devil, he does not have any control, sin does not have control over you, and you just shout hallelujah, you go out. In fact, you can perform miracles and wonders and do a lot of things, but a deeper revelation to this thing is you becoming the image of God in the likeness of God. What do I mean? What do I mean? What do I mean? What do I mean? Speed. Help me preach this. Okay, um what's the difference between storing and 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 um using the oil they use and because it was the oil they were able to store that kept them when they, that kept them till throughout the midnight when the um bridegroom came because there was that oil they stored. So what exactly is that oil they stored? And I just said storing oil is the process of becoming 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 what the revealed word has shown unto you what the spirit has revealed to you from the letters from what you have heard from the pastors from what you have heard from different sources but you have heard, you have received a revelation so this revelation you can work with it but there's still a path beyond working which is you becoming it which is you becoming it so it's not just about working with it it's not about just okay saying this and telling everybody you are saved and satisfied those are good they are not bad it is even important but beyond that it is becoming it becoming the world itself and also how can we become it? what do i mean by becoming the world hmm. genesis 2 and 23 i think genesis 2 and 23 gives us an example of of what it means to become something when and in context it was like the first part of the bible the first page um the first scenario in the bible where we can see the um, example example of um bridegroom bride relationship which is marriage which is um, adam and eve in their relationship so what exactly is becoming um genesis 2 and verse 23 and adam said this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my 
on flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was sticking out of man she was sticking out of man this is when jesus um when god was done creating woman and he brought woman to adam and he said he looked onto her and he was able to identify that this is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh that means he looked into her he looked at her and he saw himself in her and he was like yes this is this is this is bone of my bone flesh of my flesh thus therefore she will become woman she'll be called woman because she was taken out of man now this is the end point of salvation salvation is yeah you're walking in victory and everything the end point of salvation is so that you become like christ only because when christ is coming back he wants to see his image reflected in you that's when we begin to do things like he does things think like he thinks and we respond to situations like he does so the end point of salvation is actually becoming like christ and how can this happen what am i trying to say what i'm trying to say is the connection between you knowing this word, you 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 understand, you receiving revelations from this word, and you becoming it because that is where you, where the story takes place. Is prayer. Oh, hallelujah! I call prayer the key or the action word in Christian living. Prayer is the action word in Christian living. Also, prayer is where things happen. Prayer is where the revealed word of God, the revealed word of God to you becomes life. In your in, in in you becomes becomes engulfed in your in spiritual and body because God has revealed these things to your spirit. But the things of the spirit cannot be carried out by flesh alone. That's why sometimes we see we are battling with sin, we are battling with one addiction or the other. We are fighting. We are trying to struggle to please God. But God says no, 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 no. That's why He has given us the Spirit of God to enable us become who He wants us to be. So. What have I come to say today? I've come to say it is in the place of prayer that you become those revealed word of God to you. It's in the place of eating your nails and praying. I tell you truly that the devil is scared of the weakest Christian when he eats his nails and prays because he knows the spirit is taking over. Because when you pray, oh, this is building, building up yourself in the most holy faith. Praying in the spirit, which means building up yourself happens when you pray in the spirit. And praying in the spirit is praying based on everything that the word, um, the word or God has revealed unto you, either through his word or through enemies that he has revealed unto your spirit. Praying in tongue is praying in the spirit, but it's not limited to that. You can pray in understanding, but based on the revealed word of God to you. So how then, like how then do we pray? I'd like to deal with this with a couple of minutes left because i've also been in this situation like i could tell myself it was this time i was telling myself i don't know why people just pray so long and stuff like that you know and i pray on my life problem in 15 minutes so is it god school please just help me in school you know god even knows these things if i ask so just got say one or two words and maybe just just be fine i wonder what people say that they pray for hours <laughs> that was then anyway <laughs> but now what do you pray what you pray is is beyond is beyond um, God's school. Yeah, 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 all those things are important. All those things are important. But remember, in Matthew, it says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of, all other things will be added unto you." When you say pray, seeking for the kingdom of God, you are all about the will of God. What is God saying? And that is what you are praying into life. You're praying into life. What is God saying? In the Lord's prayer, in Luke eleven one, we can see where it's saying. Um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That will be done on earth, as it is done in heaven. 
which we can pick from that that okay what is done in heaven the heaven has the final say on what happens on earth and if you check um um matthew 18 and verse 18 it says um whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven whatever you lose on earth is losing heaven that kind of creates a contradiction and it's like uh is it trying to say um the earth commands the heaven to do things that is when we do things on earth that things happen in heaven are we commanding heaven and when you're praying the things of the kingdom it's, it's a bit confusing like uh, is it the heavens that we should go with is it the earth that we go with? Now, Ephesians 6, verse 11, talk, um, Ephesians 6, um, it starts talking about the armor, putting on the armor, and find that the armor are things that we find in the word of God. So, after put, when you put on this armor finish, verse 18 is, is the core of this, verse 18, Ephesians 6. Let, let's just go there. That's the final Bible part, passage we'll be reading today. Ephesians 6, and verse 18. Hallelujah. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching their own too with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. That's the key word, in the spirit. Are you praying according to the dictates of the spirit? Are you praying according to the dictates of the spirit? Are you praying just, you know, there can be a lot of selfishness in prayer because you feel this is the way you should go. But what the Spirit is saying is, no, 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 you don't understand. Because at best we are men, we are single men, we can't see everything. We just have a glimpse of the picture of any situation or anything we are praying about. But God has the full picture, so he said, you pray my will. So it means the heavens are readily available to give answers to our prayer once we pray according to God's will. So in a way, we are limiting God when we don't pray His wills to existence on earth. And that's where we stand in as Christians. We, we limit God when we don't pray, we don't create that portal, the capacity to release the flow or the resources of heaven to the earth. Then, it says, it says, pray in the Spirit, in verse 18, Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watch them want to, with all perseverance. You know, when we are praying in the spirit, we are acknowledging that we don't even know how to pray, because we we pray like we raise a lot of prayer requests and we see that they are not answered, it's because we pray amiss. The spirit cannot comprehend, the flesh cannot comprehend the dictates of the spirit, except if it's being enabled by the spirit, and that is why we pray, so that our spirit takes charge. When we pray, something happens, we become our soul man is conforming to the dictates of the spirit and is causing the causing the flesh to respond from within, from that which of the spirit. So in summary, what am I saying? What am I saying? It is beyond it is what what distinguishes the wise from the foolish at, at this very confusing time, at this very unstable time, was because they were able to shine the light. They're able to shine the light when it mattered the most, when the bridegroom came. And why were they able to shine the light? Because they had it stored up in their vessels. Yes, they also had it shining when, before, this, before they fell asleep, before it was time to meet the bridegroom. So they were shining light, but alongside, they were storing up this oil. 
and it became most useful and it made them stand out from the foolish people when it mattered the most. So what am I saying? Becoming like saving this oil in your vessel is a place of becoming and it happens through prayer. It happens in a place of prayer. Fervent prayer. You know, sometimes when we don't understand the understand the the gravity to praying, sometimes we think praying is a casual job. But no, 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 no. You can't be more spiritual than Jesus when he went up when he went up on the mountain to pray before his crucifixion. He was sweating blood. Yes, there's this fervency that comes when you are really praying the things of the kingdom because your flesh is fighting with you. He's saying, and the flesh is saying, can this cross pass over me? But the spirit is saying, not my will be done, but your will, Father. And he was praying so that his flesh will not fail him, but the spirit to take over. And even Jesus, our Savior, was sweating blood in praise of prayer. That's fervency in, in praying. Think of our fathers, the heroes of faith. Imagine Elisha, he prayed, he threw himself to the ground. There are things that happen in pray, when you pray fervently. I'm not saying these, these things justify that you are praying right or anything but there are some things that definitely happen in pray in the place of prayer oh in the place of changing things there are things that happen you are fervent in spirit oh imagine david he was praising god never planned for his robes to follow but when his robe fell off he was not even conscious of it because he was he was focused on pleasing god so things happen when you're fervent in spirit so this is just this is just a word of encouragement to us. Now pray some more, pray some more. I know you are still battling with that addiction, but pray some more, pray some more. You can't overcome it by your flesh because the f- deeds of the flesh cannot be overcome by the flesh. That's to take the enabling power of the spirit. So you just just pray some more. Be more focused. Pray some more. The promises are already there. You only need to store it up in your vessels. <laughs> you need to store it up in your vessel. Pray some more. You, you are receiving, you are receiving ideas, uh, ideas and um, directions as far your business will go. But it seems too, it seems too hard. There's so much friction. On I don't know where to go. How can I do this? It seems overwhelming. Pray some more. Pray some more. Pray some more. <laughs> pray some more. It seems overwhelming, but pray some more. Because if it is the revelation of God, if it's the revelation from heaven, if it's God that illuminated a light in your heart, you can't do it with your flesh. And that's why the Christian race is not is not in one saved saved forever thing, because we have been continually saved. We've been continually saved. We've been continually saved. Proverbs four eighteen says our path is like that of a righteous. Uh, the path of a righteous man is like a bright light. First of all, it is a bright light, but it doesn't stop at a bright light. It says shines brighter and brighter, which means there's a goal. Even if you are starting from the bright place, it shines brighter and brighter, which means. You can't stop. It can't be one safe safe forever. And and because it can't be one safe safe forever, you need more of the spirit to enable you to do this thing so it doesn't become too difficult. And it happens only in the place of prayer. It happens only in the place of prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sorry if I <laughs> I'm sure I should have exited the time by now. But it's really nice having you join join the Vessels of Honors Foundation this evening. It's a great privilege for you to, to be with us and really appreciate that. And um, we want to thank you and we want to pray that beyond the words you've shared, that you yourself, you will stop the spirit in place of prayer. It's become effective in your life. 
and it's not just be revelation again revealed unto you, but it will be a revelation being stored up in your vessel. Because at the dearest time, it's going to be required. Hallelujah. So again, let's do this again next week Sunday, same platform, Vessel Vanos Foundation here on podcast. And if there will be any changes, we will notify you definitely. And also, you can join such um, such um, sessions every Friday. Oh, it's always very lovely to be among brethren, among saints that will pray together. Things happen in the place of prayer. <laughs> Come on, things happen in the place of prayer. And to be every Friday on MixLR, the links um, are supposed to be out there. So, so um, we should be trending it very soon if you have not seen it. Such sections. Please, it will be nice to have you join us. And again, till we meet again on any platform, to enjoy the lockdown and make sure we are storing up that hole in the place of prayer. Because very, very soon, very soon, soon, soon enough, man, <laughs> it will be required of you to light the lamp and to create light, to lighten up your path and in essence become that light itself to the world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you for joining me. The covenant keeping God. You are the covenant keeping God. Yeah.